Oh, I'm clopping. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh. Oh. That, that's, that's not going to be our intro. Oh, I'm no, clopping <laughs> right now. Give me a couple <laughs> more minutes. Out there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dillcast, the only Dillcast where we talk about Dilbert on the Dillcast. Um, I there's there's am... other Dillcasts where we talk about pickles, and yeah, there's the other Dillcast where we talk about dildos, the Dill Pickle Cast, the Dildo Cast, the Dill yeah. Pickles parentheses, the baby character from the Rugrats Cast. <laughs> we don't want to get. I didn't get that joke until like three days ago. <laughs> we didn't want to get, uh, you know copyright infringed by any of these other specialist groups so we're focusing on dilbert and uh as always i'm me i'm uh grizz l grax and also as always we've got our two lovely other hosts one of them uh is a funny british man and the other one is a funny american man and together they combine to make gob and stewart say hi to the people gob hi this is me saying hi i'm the funny British man. <laughs> and say hi to the people, Stuart. <laughs> you see it coming and you still laugh. Like, Hi, I'm Stuart. I'm the funny American man. Boy, howdy. I sure do love grits and sunny side up and other 9-11. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're all about that. All right. <clears throat> so how, should, so how you guys feeling today? There should be... There should be a podcast about breakfast called Funny Side Up. I thought funny you were going to say there should be a podcast about 9-11. Called I'm Funny sure Side Up. A podcast about 9-11. Funny Side Up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, last time we were... La- on the last episode of the Dillcast, I think um, it was kind of close to... The- I, don't, I don't think we made enough 9-11 jokes that Stuart well, needed to cut. Do you think that we should make some more just to just so you can cut some nah, more? Honestly, so we we're, an... we're we're kind of past the the point of you know it being topical. So what what you're saying is as soon as it's not you know the anniversary but, of 9/11, then you have to hell with those thousands of people. Uh, fuck all of them. I'm saying always forget. Okay. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Professor Grizel Grex officially says to those who died on 9/11, "Go fuck yourselves." <laughs> <laughs> now that's not true. <laughs> oh man, I'm an edgy boy. <laughs> Edging out the competition. Edging while watching the footage from night. No, let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> Edging while w- watching footage from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Let's just. Oh, me let's too. Just move off. I, I, I love I, that, that Skellington. Means- and that dog I zero. To, I used to watch that movie every day Jack after Skellington. school when I was a kid. I used to watch that movie every single day as a kid. Well, that's that's why. I'd I'd come it's, home from school, I'd pop the VHS into the VCR, and I would do my homework and watch uh Nightmare Before Christmas every day after school. It's a pretty good ritual. A, I mean, yeah, it could be worse. You could be watching a bad movie every day after school, you know. Oh. Like walking home and slapping an airbud. 
Airbud. Airbud to your golden no receiver. No rule a dog can't do algebra. My first repeated VHS was uh, Sleeping Beauty. I think I wanted to be the the one of the three good fairies. I don't know all of them combined. And you know, I've got some really great news for you, Gob. You are those three fairies. You've done. You've actually become them. Oh, thank you. You've made it. I think their names were Harriet. Yeah, it was uh, Joe 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 Jeffries and Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain, Joe Jeffries, and Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was their names. That's me. All three of them. Yeah. I don't think that's correct. I I wish I had a. I don't know enough about Sleeping Beauty lore to contradict you. I wish I had a VHS repeat story I could offer to make this a trifecta, but. I mean, Thomas the Tank Engine, you know? The three good fairies had that. Oh, nice. Mm. Da, 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 da. I do love me some Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine. A friend of mine was getting brigaded on Twitter because they posted that they think the modern Thomas the Tank Engine isn't really that big of a deal, that it looks different. Mm. Uh, and he got Thomas fandom coming after him, and I, and I was just kind of like... I don't understand. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean to be ignorant, but I think that Thomas is intended for like preschool children. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I've got nothing against the whole watching kids shows thing, but I honestly think there's a difference between something like Gravity Falls or like Owl House or something like Blue's Clues. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm. I'm. I I'm like... really curious as to who are these legions of adult Thomas zealots just taking well, to the I Twitter. Mean... And blowing, you know, it's up. interesting you should say that because um, Blue's Clues had a thing recently where Steve came on TV. Steve from Blue's Clues, who famously left the the show, and his character said that he was going to college. Twenty five years later, which is recently, he came back on TV and he said, "Hi, friends, it's me, Steve. Now you're old enough for me to to." To, to show you my nipples. And it was really weird because re- he like, did this. Really go- <laughs> I didn't really go to college. I went to jail. <laughs> to all my, to all my old aggravated. fans out there, you're finally old enough <laughs> for me to fuck. Here's my email. Oh dear. Here's my email. Oh Give me a blowjob.steve.bluesclues <laughs> at nickjr.com. Oh, dear. Give me a clue. Maybe I'll give you one, too. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Jail time for me, Steve, from Blue's Clues. I love jail. <laughs> I love jail. <laughs> I'll do anything to get into jail. Oh, God. What a guy. Well, Steve, one way to get into jail is to do, for example, a crime. Can you... Can, I, 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 I did terrible... with the mail... Tampering with the mail, <laughs> theft of theft of paint, doing Steve, terrible uh, things to a cartoon dog. Yet Steve just uh, leaves blue in the car in the hot hot sun. Bestiality, exactly bestiality. Um, murder, for example. Yeah, like if you empty one. those talking um, salt and pepper shakers, does that count as murder? <laughs> I never really saw Blue's Clues. I saw Bear in the Big Blue House, which I think was the prequel. No, they weren't related. I, I'm pretty sure they were, because otherwise, why would they both have the word blue in the title? Shit. 
I never yeah, thought about so it like know, that. You don't notice these connections. This is the difference between Shoot, me and all you. All I do is mindly, mindlessly on. consume media. I don't think about yeah. it. You, you just, you're just stumbling through life, just going like, "Dude, that bird in a house." <laughs> that bird in like, a big house, really fucking it, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing him do his walk around the big house. And I mean, while I'm sitting there, like, but why is he in the house? So does the bear want to fuck the, the moon? Are they what like a the house now? Is the house not a prison for the bear? <laughs> I mean, he's he does seem like he's too big to leave. Is the big blue house a metaphor for depression? Is the big blue house a metaphor for a big greenhouse? Hi, I'm Steve from Blue's Clues. <laughs> I'm in the regular big house. I don't get these American preschool shows, so I can't join in. I only know Thomas and, and British preschool shows like Shut Up and Sit Down and Be Quiet or I'll Hit You. <laughs> Shut the fuck up or here comes the Shut meter the stick. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> there actually genuinely was a British preschool show called Stop It and Tidy Up. Really? That's good. Yeah, genuinely. And, like, it was Terry Wogan narrating it, and all the characters were called things like there was two bees, and they were called Be Quiet and Behave. <laughs> it was genuinely about disciplining children, I think. Good. Um, which is pretty. I mean, it's amazing. It's like, like, Barney is all like, just like, oh, I love you, kids, all that stuff. And in Britain, it's just like, what's well, what you said is, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Imagination is fun. Sitting at your desk quietly is fun. <laughs> yeah. Sit at your desk quietly and say nothing and do not think. I'll know. <laughs> I'll, I'll know, know if you think. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the made-up British television shows that suck. <laughs> oh, they're made up. That's good. Well, Stop It and Tidy Up isn't. That was real. I've blurred the lines here. Oh, I gotcha. But shut the f- shut. There wasn't really a kids' show in the Britain Britain called Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> that was fake. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be that, that would have been during the the punk revolution. Yeah, mm-hmm, over mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a punk British kids cartoon show. Yeah, as soon as sec- that'd be hardcore. <laughs> you fucking kids. Shut your Never fucking gobs or I'm charging you <laughs> fucking trash. Never mind the bollocks, here's the imperial system. <laughs> you ever done heroin, kids? <laughs> here's the fucking food pyramid, watch this. <laughs> yeah, the British, the food British pyramid, pyramid is... is number one at the bottom is heroin, and then it's pills, <laughs> and then it's booze, and then it's fish and chips. Yeah, that actually is it. <laughs> you forgot about the Sex Pistols group. Oi, Sid Vicious and Nancy Cartwright. Nancy <laughs> <laughs> Cartwright. Oi, Sid Vicious and Nancy Cartwright, voice of Bart Simpson. Sid she, Vicious and Dan Castellaneta here. <laughs> she, Nancy Cartwright was the inventor of punk rock. She invented eat my shorts. <laughs> eat my bollocks, Homer. Mmm, <laughs> 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 bollocks.
Oj, då gick jag Oj. Heroin. They've probably done an episode now where Homer was in the Sex Pistols. Uh, I hey, know Mark. they did one that was like uh, Nelson and Lisa. Oh yeah, they did Sid and Nancy. That was not that was quite recently, wasn't it? Uh, it no. was definitely within like the last ten years. Okay, well that's quite recently as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Anything after season nine just happened, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh dear. All right, we should probably get to oh, doing man. what we came here to do. Yeah, but first of all, let's find out what happened on this on this day when this d- amazing Dilbert comic came Very out. Very true. Okay. May the 3rd, 1989. Uh, uh, not much news, just some people, some famous deaths. You want to hear them? Yeah, Hell please. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, I dispute this one, but that's beside the point. Christine, jo- Christine Jorgensen, the first transsexual, dies at 62. Now, I dispute that. I would say maybe the first recorded transsexual. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I choose to believe there were transsexuals prior to this person. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> they started the trend. <laughs> yeah. If 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 history, I mean everybody knows that uh whatever's written down in a book is the history. Mm. Just the other day I wrote um Blues Clues fan fiction and I consider <laughs> that came. part of American history. On uh, the, the, the- on May 3rd, 1999 in the UK Hand on Your Heart by Kylie Minogue was in the top five hits. <laughs> so, any of our listeners are able to, you know, go back to May 3rd, 1989. Maybe that was an eventful day for you. Go listen to some Kylie Minogue. And, um, that would, yeah, it would have been Stock Aitken and Waterman. That's my jam. Um, another one is the American silent film actress Muriel Muriel Ostrich died at 92. Now, my question, and I'm sure the question on everyone's lips, was she a human or a real ostrich? I'm going to Google and find out. Was she half human, half ostrich? That's what that's what I'm about to discover. Okay, all the pictures are taken from about the waist up, so I can't confirm one way or the other whether or not she was half ostrich. I see. She's a, I choose she to was believe a silent that she was. film actress, huh? No, I yeah, choose to. I, I I believe that b- there were definitely people silent before silent movies came out. <laughs> Silence existed before the movies yeah. were popular. Are you sure? Do you, can you confirm that? Because for all we know, it was just a fucking racket. <laughs> I really don't know, to be honest. Like they they, where, they could have just recorded go, the movies got... and then turned the volume really down. You've got like the industrial revolution happening everywhere, and it's just like turn that industrial revolution down, <laughs> turn that industrial revolution up. <laughs> Let's take a turn. This does not make sense anymore. The, Vic- the Victorian, the Victorian fathers, like I can't hear a damn thing over the sound of me beating the shit out of my children. <laughs> Let's no longer make silent movies. Let's take it the other direction. Let's make deafening movies. Let's make movies. Yeah, let's make movies so loud that people actually permanently lose their. Your world becomes airplane. silent after you see one. <laughs> uh, oh, for Christ's sake! I haven't seen okay. that many silent movies, actually. I've never seen a silent movie because I always have. Uh, I, if there's no sound, I just put like a CD on or something. Because, um, you know, I, I, it won't do. Like, the one that be- I recall the most I watched from my film class 
When I was in college, yeah. it was uh, The General with Buster Keaton. And that's a good one. He does, like, all of his stunts, even in, like, old 1920s times. Oh, does he swallow the goldfish and then puke it back up? Uh, no, but there is one where he's, like, on the fucking, like, grill of a train at the front. <clears throat> yeah, and then he, like, um... Swallows a goldfish! His nuts back to his... <laughs> he staples... Yeah! And then he staples his nuts back to his thigh. He does! He, he holds up a sign that says, I'm Steve-O, and this is Jackass! <laughs> <laughs> That's the reference! That's the reference, Chris! You got it, buddy! And then he snorts a line of coke off his own stapled scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's why, they, that's why they were silent, because I don't know if you've ever heard that guy talk. Like, yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he used to be able to form words. He sounds like Taz. <laughs> Taz is my least favorite Looney Tune character. How, what? Come on! How, what about the rapist, the fucking skunk? Oh, you well, know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Pepe Le Pew is a, also a pretty weak character. He has one gimmick, and it's always the same. Yeah, his one gimmick is that he's a rapist, though. That's it. I mean, I am. I don't approve of it, but you have to admit it's a strong. Like it grabs you. You know. You're are like, you, are you talking it, about your? Like, sorry, I tuned out for a moment. Are you talking about your favorite Looney Tune, the rapist? Yeah, that's right, God. I'm talking about my favorite Looney Tune. <laughs> Which one was he? Uh, uh, Pepe Le Pew. Taz. The Tasmanian rapist. Oh dear. Sorry, oh, dear. I, I didn't even know his name because I'm so um I'm I've always been woke. I, I, I don't acknowledge <laughs> when I was a kid I was I was I so, signed a form that says I don't know where this joke is going. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't formulate <laughs> that's, jokes. That's, that's a, that's <laughs> Just a weird fucking thing pull the ripcord, man. It's Go. cool. Why would, Fuck it. Why I'm would out. Form, I'm out. Why, why would a form say all this stuff? Well, because the doctor said, "Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna perform this birth until that a baby <laughs> arm comes out of that pussy and signs a form that says, I won't acknowledge race, uh, rapist skunks.' Okay, and that's." What my 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 birth mother was like, okay, fine, here, let me get that baby arm. And then she like <laughs> stuck her head she stuck her head up her own vagina and was like, John, listen, you're gonna have to sign this, okay? And then I'm like, Fine, fuck. And I signed the form that says, I am this baby is woke, will always be woke, and by that it means he cannot uh, acknowledge Pepe Le Pew or any other rapist cartoon animals. Alright? Oh god, there are so many. That's so limiting. It's true. It's true. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm woke, so I don't care. I'm, it's working. I mean, don't, 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 don't take that as a value judgment. I'm, I'm, very, actually, I'm actually very impressed with, with, with your um, decision. Yeah, do you know something about me? I don't like racism. Oh, really? Don't like it. Really? Because, I mean, I've got a copy of your first book, I Like Racism. Fuck! <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, it's out of print, so is, is this something you consider like an old sh an old sort of shame of yours? Well, I wrote that book under my, um, under an alias. You wrote it Racis under duress. Racism. I wrote it under duress and under an alias. My... Uh, some people might know me under my pen name, Racism Jones. 
Yeah, the publishers are really putting the screws to old racism Jones. <laughs> they were going to take my, his thumbs. My, my book titles include, Hey, I Don't Like Them, and Get On Out of Here. <laughs> hey, I Don't Like Them is probably the, <laughs> the, the tamest racist title I've ever heard. Inside, well, the flap, inside the book flap, there's like a photo of you shrugging. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't like yeah. them. I'm sorry, it's just my way. Oh, my God. Fuck me, Jesus Christ. I've been found out. <laughs> okay, it's Dilbert time, baby. Alright. Oh, st- we can segue into Dilbert. I hope that's the Still. only time someone says that to me today. <laughs> Alright, so here we okay, are. Okay, so uh, we're continuing the ongoing saga of uh, uh, this demon fellow. Yeah, shit. Um, so, you want me to be the describist? Uh, would you mind? Not much to describe, but I'll do my best. Alright, so okay. here we are in the first panel. Uh, Dilbert and Phil, the little devil dude, are standing uh, looking at each other. Phil is still holding up his um, pitch spoon. Uh, Dilbert says, Gee, if you're the roller of hack, you must have some kind of awesome name. Yeah. It's panel two. It's a shot of Dilbert looking right at us. It's, it's, that, it's that forward-facing Dilbert perspective that I don't like. <clears throat> well, what is it? Something like King of Evil or Lord of Darkness? Third panel, Phil. Same kind of shot looking right at us. You can call me Phil, Prince of insufficient light. That's it. That's the punchline. That's line. Dilbert. That's the whole thing. That's it. That's the whole comment. That's what you came here for. <clears throat> yeah. So well, I hope uh, you're happy, Dilcast listeners. So that was a uh, that was fun. <laughs> racism Jones. Look, I'm not proud of what <laughs> I did, but I racism Jones, Prince of insufficient tolerance. <laughs> 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 Racism Jones, of course, later became Scott Adams. Mm. Oh yeah, <clears throat> forgot about that. That was a good. That well, I don't. I can't call it a good arc, but it was an arc for him. Mm. I mean, I would rather hang out with Racism Jones than Scott Adams. So, whenever I, I wrote my uh, books under my pseudonym, I always had to go, uh, "Yeehaw, I'm Racism mm-hmm. Jones." <laughs> the nicest I had a very, I had a very quiet voice. Um, yeah, oh boy, I hope you are ready to dislike certain groups of people. <laughs> Not really a fan of those types, but that's okay. Jones, when I see him coming, and that's the, that's the thing. The you open the books. Um, I, I, in order to get as much. Uh, cash as I could. I, I wrote them all in broad generalizations, not ever mentioning a specific group of people, just kind of referring to them as uh, those types and such. You so, know. You know what I mean. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. And well, you know what? Boy, that, makes oh boy. The book, that makes the book accessible to racists of all creeds. 
Well, I, I am. Again. I am woke. <laughs> Again, the wokest racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so this comic sucks. It's fucking terrible. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's bad. It's not funny at all. Like the the only line that has any humor inherent in it is you know just doing a very milk toast little permutation of spooky names and it, yeah. it just it it's it's a strip of insufficient humor it's it's worth oh, nice yeah I mean, it is worth noting that we he hasn't actually been named in the comic till this point we've been saying his name because because we knew it already so maybe that reveal was hilarious back in 1989 because that's quite a funny name isn't it People were Phil? shouting at their newspaper. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh my good god!" They were going, "Screw oh, this Kelvin!" Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, forget this Kelvin and Hobbs crap. Rips out. He named Screw him yeah. Phil. Amazing. Man, you, you just love trashing Calvin and Hobbs any chance you get. I'm sorry, it's not my fault. It's Bill Watterson's. Yeah. Okay. So, do we have any comments on this comic? Oh, what from the from the, the readers of Dilbert? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We have some really fantastic um, comments here. Actually, got one here from Jimson. Mm. Uh, Eleven years ago, and it says, "Even lower than Phil on the food chain is John, the Duke of Tinted Windows. He asks you to go to the other room for a second. <laughs> I like that character. <laughs> That's actually genuinely quite funny. It's funnier than the comic." <laughs> we have 11 years ago Zippy9Z, yeah. once again, making an appearance on the uh, Dillcast. He says, a ruler of heck, yet still a prince. Do yeah, these uh, commenters leave their email addresses? Uh, unfortunately not, because if they did, we could totally get them on the show. Uh, you know? Zippy9Z, would you like to be on the Dillcast? This is an <laughs> official invitation from uh, me, Stuart Jip. Email me at stuartjip at gmail.com. And please sign me up for as many newsletters as you can. Look, if this is because I'm just not as big a fan of Kelvin and Hobbes as you... God, um, I just thought you like newsletters. <laughs> I do like I do like newsletters. I'm sorry, I overreacted. I'm more of a fan of letters than news. You can um, you can cut that part out if you like. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. I want to get emails from mad people who listen to our insane podcast. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Right. Here we go. The Dilbert Wizard. Remember him? No. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure we've covered Dilbert, the Dilbert Wizard before. I like the sound Ele of it. Eleven years ago, he said, Phil has changed over the years, but just like Dilbert, the classic version is the best. You know the saying, no school like the old school. That's right, that's right. Old school Dilbert is... <laughs> he has, the, he has, the, the Dilbert he has nostalgia like, for the good days of Dilbert. Oh. Yeah, the Dilbert Wizard sat down at his computer and he was like, I'm going to type this thought out that I've just had. <laughs> I'm so scared because if this is the best Dilbert there is, then what are we in for? Right, <laughs> it's, a, lads? it's just a downhill ride from here, according to the Dilbert Wizard. And actually, what, one last one before we, before we um, move on. One last one. Angel Mitch, 13 years ago, uh, with the Angels now, very sad, Aww. says... Prince of Insufficient Light. I love it. Are you sure he's with the angels then? I mean, I, he's probably in hell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. He's probably palling around um, with Phil in hell right now. 
all heck. You know what? That's true. They, they'd be in heck. <laughs> where, it's like nobody but where me the cares. fire is only room temperature. It's like nobody but me cares about the cannon and the Dilbert strips, man. <clears throat> and all the pitchforks um, have little corks on the ends of the points. Okay, so Wednesday, May the 3rd, 1989. Uh, this brings us to our new feature, which is... Well, it's not really new. We did it last time. Each comic is ranked out of five by the Dilbert fanbase. Now... I would like you guys to guess what ranking out of five has been given to this comic. I'm gonna say four point mm. two hard lock immediately. Uh, yeah, same. You, well, you're pretty much right. It's four point five. Hell yeah, they, they love it. Wow. They absolutely love it. I'm gonna give it a one. I've just clicked one. Um, <laughs> Thanks. That'll bring it down to four point two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has done. It has. Yeah, I think at the end of each, I think what we should do is as we make our way through, we should give each strip a one. That's my current thinking. <laughs> just say it, Meg. This entire collection of comics. Yeah, just go to hell. This is the, this is something heck. we can do. We can bring the pain to Scott Adams. Send Scott Adams to uh, heck. which, which leaves us with roughly roughly fifteen minutes in which we could, in theory, play keyboards and cubicles. Could could I could squeeze one in? All right. Gob gob. I could squeeze one out. You know what I mean? Hey. Hot. Boom! Shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> All of my jokes are shit. Yeah, exactly. That's why we got to collect them here. <laughs> it's the no, shit. they're not, oh. Stuart. No, come on. You're so funny. Okay, we're. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't play fishing for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Cobb. That means a lot to me. Coming from the author of. Um, I just a they just don't like it or whatever it was called. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This is the theme song for uh, keyboards and cubicles. Oh, yeah, by Baltimore. Alrighty, alrighty. Keyboard so nights. We're far away from cubicles. We just got a fucking sandwich. <laughs> You did. That's no. true, and you are—you have to deliver it to the boss. Didn't we? Haven't we got to that point yet? Didn't I just murder someone? Yeah, the guy that was uh, like guarding the boss, or like one of the guards. I set up someone over some appalling fate as well, like using baby bell powers. Oh yeah, it was the um, it was the blender, wasn't it? It was the blender. Yeah, I'm, I'm a monster. Gob had convinced. Uh, I think I call him Steve Burt, who is the boss's right hand man. Yeah, Steve he can fly. Burt, the boss's right hand man. He had he'd he'd convinced him that he could fly, and he jumped off the banister and actually did it. But then you set up a blender underneath him, and the suction of the blender started to pull him down. <laughs> but now the way yeah, well. to the boss's office is clear. <clears throat> so All what, right. what shall you do? Let's leave. <laughs> yeah, so we put this out there. Do you want to just not do this? Like, do you want to just get out of here? Let's. Can we just go out and kill people? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you'd get fired. So, Fuck this job. I'm the a baby bell wizard, Magus, and I'm Magus. and I'm his friend, the angel dust fiend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, let's go see the boss. I mean, we might as well. Yeah, although I do love the idea of depth charging the narrative for no reason right at the end. Like, that does appeal to me. Like, we've come all this way. Yeah. 
That's right, baby. I'm edgy. I'm an iconoclast. You can't. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I pull something out of my pocket. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Tickets to uh, the Wang Chung concert. Ooh, Wang Chung revival tour. Is it, what year was it? Where? What year are we in? Uh, Whenever the first subway opened. The nebulous, the nebulous time of eighties, nineties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stubert, you want to go see Yo. Chung, uh, Wang Chung? <laughs> no, I hate Wang Chung. Not. Oh, good one. You got me. You guys exchange high fives <laughs> over that witty exchange. <laughs> I say I know, about, I know about Wang Chung, but do you want to see Wang Hung? Yes. Okay, well we'll have to go elsewhere. Okay. So are we gonna <laughs> go to the bathroom so we can No, I, I I mean we'd have to find someone who is like Wang Hung, because I mean I'm just not Oh I got it, got it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, you know. So I'm not happy about it. Stubert and Gobbert leave to find somebody with a huge dick. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. While you guys are dicking around in front of the door to the boss's office, the big double doors with big golden letters that just say boss stamped on them, uh, you hear a loud thudding coming from the other side of these doors. Uh-oh. Let's zoinks. Let's check it out, right? <laughs> Me and God, like, I grab him and like hold him really close, and we're both like shaking and looking at the camera, like Scooby Doo style. I give oh him no, a sh- man. It's like a rattle, rattle kind of sound. I give Stubert a shoulder massage to relieve Ooh. his tension. Oh, nice! I piss and shit myself. <clears throat> Steve, uh, oh, who is man. still kind of being sucked down into the blender and struggling to fly out of the. Uh, the suction power he goes do you know what that sound is it's the boss he's coming okay that's fine steve we don't we're not scared of the boss you no can... we're like friends with him remember last we're time his buddy yeah he, he he trusted us to get his lunch which we've done right i became a magus you know killed a guy steve i think Go you're the only wrestle. person afraid of the boss Gob arm wrestled Joe Swanson from yeah. Family Guy. Like, why, what have we got to be afraid of? All right. Well, a uh, the sound of a giant fist hitting the other side of that door uh, <laughs> answers that question for you. As both of the doors fly open outward, fly off the hinges. Um, one of them, one of oh, the wow. doors, knocks Steve out of the air, and he just lays into a crumpled pile on the floor. Oh, oh shit! That's disappointing. I was hoping he would get killed. <laughs> And you see the <laughs> the immense and scraggly visage of the boss. Oh god, no, I was not prepared for scraggle. Uh-oh. Well, if it isn't my two favorite fuck-ups. How are you doing today, boys? Hey, hey boss, how you doing? I do finger guns at the boss and then pretend to fire the finger guns and then blow pretend smoke. I do finger buns. Nice. As Don't you, ask as me you, what as that you do is. finger guns and shoot two of imaginary finger bullets at the boss, he takes his hands yeah. and pitches the two bu- the two imaginary bullets in midair and drops them on the floor with an imaginary tink. 
Nice. This guy's awesome. I, I lean over to Godbert and I go, This guy rules. I was like, you pissed all over me when we were hugging. Sorry about that. That was an accident. I promise it won't happen again. It's okay. It's it's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm, I thought you were mad at me. Okay. I'm glad that you're not because I value our friendship really highly. Hey, boss. Do I smell like piss? <laughs> you do smell a little like piss there, buddy boy. All right. So, uh, we got you lunch. <laughs> Excellent. He takes the sandwich, which somehow seems much smaller in his grasp than it does in yours, and just uh, puts one end of it in his mouth and slowly pushes it in from the other end. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't chew. You don't see him moving his jaw muscles at all. I compliment him on the badass way that he's eating the sandwich. He holds up this other hand with one finger up. Like, he's like, hold on, I'm concentrating. (laughs) (laughs) And he just gingerly pushes the entire length of the sandwich all the way down his esophagus. And you can hear an audible splash when it lands in his stomach. Oh man, I I thought it would be like the sound of metal hitting metal. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm, what was in that? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, there, Peppers. sir, if I may, there we got uh, uh, some delicious yoga mat bread from Subway. We got some super spicy peppers from the farmer's market. Um, and then we got this baby bell cheese bullshit that's in them. And then I forget what condiments we stole from the fridge, but we... I don't know. I think there was a cake. Wasn't there some cake <laughs> I in tasted... There Tasted like barbecue sauce and uh, with hints of I think of we put cement. cement in there, right? Yeah. I mean, how do you boys know is... that's my favorite? Because you're awesome. We put awesome stuff in the sandwich. Yeah. I do the finger guns again. You know what, boys? I think it's time. I think it's time right. I give you two a promotion. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. No longer will you be slaving away on your office floor. Instead, you'll be doing jobs directly for me, the boss man, and my boss. Oh, Uh shit. You have a boss? Is it Hulk Hogan? Is it uh, Ronald Reagan? (laughs) That poser. Is it Gorilla Monsoon? Are the mega powers about to explode? Oh, you don't even know it, little buddy. Uh, You'll be reporting to me up here on the executive floor. Oh, shit. Nice. Nice. Steve Burt! Pack it up. You're out of here. He's still unconscious on the floor. (laughs) See, look at him. Lazy. No help at all. Boss, 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 boss. Would you like to see something really cool? Don't show him your dick. No, it's not that. It's way cooler than my dick. He looks a little disappointed, but still nods. I mean, like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and get Steve's unconscious form, and I'm gonna put him in the blender and blend him. Because <laughs> I think that the listeners are disappointed that that hasn't happened, and I want to blend him. To be honest, I've been looking for an excuse to rough up the little guy myself. 
<laughs> yeah, we're gonna rough him up. We're gonna give you know we're gonna give him a hard time. We're gonna so rough I'm him up la- into mush and bones. Yeah, laugh, laughing. I push him into the blender and then switch it on full puree and just watch him be eviscerated, laughing still. All right, you. Uh... Also, don't put the lid on it, so it just goes everywhere, all over everyone and everything. You wedge Steve's unconscious form into the blender, and with the end of your <laughs> baby Bill Magus staff, <laughs> you press ultra puree. Uh, <laughs> and then you press the deatomize setting right next to it. <laughs> and it spins at a subatomic level. <laughs> and Steve Burt's uh, viscera explodes outward, <laughs> painting the executive office suite with his guts and bone chunks. After it's over, I, I die love this repeatedly. job. The boss is just grinning ear to ear. <laughs> uh, this place has been needing some new decor. I kind of like what you've done with it. Yeah, I killed a guy and sprayed his guts all over the place. It really That's sends a message. Really proactive kind of kind of design. I like it. And uh, uh, Also, I became the Baby Bell Magus. I don't know if that came up yet. I was going to ask you about that aura radiating <laughs> off of you that was not there previously. Yeah, if you ever want any butter or baby bell cheese, like just seriously, just give me a call and you'll have it within like five seconds. Uh, you can you can summon me. You can just summon me. Uh, the boss cartoonishly takes both of his hands and pulls his lower jaw down to open his mouth extra wide, <laughs> expecting baby bell cheese and butter to fly into it. I jam the staff into his open mouth and unleash it at its highest possible power setting. All right. Um, <laughs> you cram the end, the business end of your staff, <laughs> into the boss's gaping maw, and uh, twist the handle to maximum power. <laughs> and uh, eventually, after the boss's gut becomes absolutely horrendously distended <laughs> from the quantities of cheese and butter struggling to fill it, uh, your staff... Power's down. Okay. I'm like, God damn it! does anyone have a USB-C? Your boss is now swollen to three times of his size. <laughs> and he gurgles contentedly. That's one well-fed boss. <laughs> he tries to reach into his pocket... He, he can't. He's pointing at his wallet. He can't talk because his lungs are packed with cheese and butter. <laughs> but he's pointing. He's pointing to you, Stuart Stubert, and he's pointing to his wallet oh, okay. in his pocket. I guess I retrieve the wallet from his pocket. Uh, he gives you a thousand dollar bill. Nice. <laughs> he keep. He, he points at. He puts up two fingers and points at both of you. I tear it in half, and I give um, half to Gump. Oh, thank you so much. I need the money. <laughs> the boss struggles to laugh. <laughs> That's not quite what he meant. <laughs> well, he gives you a thumbs up and a wave, <laughs> so I guess you're done. <laughs> Can me and Gob do a, like, freeze-frame jumping high-five? Yes, you have the power to do that now. Okay. Gob, can we can we do that? 
Yeah, I'm ready to jump and high five. Okay, I we perform a jump and a high five, and then freeze in midair with expressions of pure delirious ecstasy. All right, and you both connect in midair with your high fives. I had to roll to see if you missed. Yeah, of course, because we don't want to whiff it, you know. I think that's a good place to pause because we are at time now. <laughs> we essentially won. We have. We have co- conquered keyboards and cubicles. But I, I guess one. the next stage of our adventures will be as, uh, you know... Executive assistance. Right. Mm. You know what I think, Gob? What? I think that I think that this was just the beginning. I, I think, think things are about to get a lot trickier. I have a feeling that you know, uh, maybe next time <laughs> there might be some consequences to our actions and we can't just go on a rampage and have everything that we want to happen happen. You know what I think? I what? think that uh, we're going to find ourselves that we're, uh, we're not in Kansas anymore, buddy. You know what? I changed my mind. I think that everything that we want to happen should happen and we should go on yet another rampage and kill twice as... I, I expect two times the amount of bodies. I'm going to be needing to make a lot of phone calls to a lot of sad families, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you catch okay. my drift, um, I'm going to well, be needing to talk to a lot of weeping widows and children. You know, we're back. We're back, uh, bitches. <laughs> we're back, The dills are back in town. Yeah, that works. I mean, it doesn't work, but it works. Dills and, are back uh, in town. I guess on that note, we should um, consider doing our plugs. Uh, Gob, would you like to plug your cool shit that you do? Okay. Um, I have a comic called Please Forgive Me. I do it with my buddy, Yosef. Uh, I am updating for a little bit. I got six new comics updating Mondays and Fridays. Uh, the site is plz number four g-i-v-e dot m-e uh, It's like polls for give dot me. You can find me on Twitter gobolatula. That's g-o-b-o-l-a t-u-l-a Stewart. Yes? Plug. Oh. Okay, uh, I'd also do a comic, it's called Merry Hell, you can read it at merryhellcomic.com. I do podcasts for Retronauts, you can find them at retronauts.com or on your favourite podcatcher. In fact, my first episode as a presenter of Retronauts just went up for Patreons today, um, but it will be out on the free feed in about a week. Um, it's about Lego games, and uh, I also do the podcasts Arsholvania, Animania Chat, and the Kenneth Two Show. I do too many podcasts, basically. Um, Grizz, would you like to plug anything uh, this week? Um, yeah, I'd actually like to give a shout out to all of our Polish listeners. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Shout out We're to Poland. Shout out there. to Haley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to give them a nice big dziękuję. Uh, nice big thank you from us here. I'd like to say, yeah, thanks very much, Poland, and I'm sorry for what happened to you. And maybe a little cheeky little. I love you, Poland. <laughs> I love all uh, go- you Polands. 
Poland. So idiots. all of our other listeners in other countries, step your fucking game up if you want this kind of shout out. Honestly, if you're not from Poland, fuck off. Don't listen to this anymore. <laughs> Poland's yeah. Poland's got you beat. We're sorry. Gob, do you want to do the ad read for this this week? Of course. Um, once again, we are sponsored by um, Hambridges, <laughs> paper company for you. Hey, do you remember our last two advertisements on this lovely podcast? Well, no more, motherfucker. We are sick and tired of you not buying our paper. I am going to kill you. I am Jordan Hembridge, master of paper. Go fuck yourselves and fuck your whole family. Fuck you. Don't buy our paper. I don't give a shit. We're not putting anything on sale ever again. You hear me? You fucking hear me? Come down to our store and you'll be met with a fucking shotgun to the face. I hope you burn. <laughs> Fuck you. Get a brain hemorrhage. <laughs> Love hemorrhages paper. Wow, that was That's kind of... Intense. Go, go, yeah, go, that was... You that, Sorry? You should consider reading these before we read, before we read I like to loud, be surprised. We... Well, that's fair enough. I mean, I, I think that what we get... I mean... Plus, Jordan gonna... Jordan Hembridge is paying us a hefty sum of 50 cents. Oh, man. <laughs> well, where's my cut of the 50 cents? This is bullshit. Well, we're, cu- we're, we're splitting the 50 cents into an inconvenient three-way split. Oh, I see. Oh, I know what happens. You send me mine, and then because of the exchange rate, it becomes literally nothing. I guess. You know what? Yeah, I'm willing to forego my share so that Stuart can actually get a quarter in the mail. Yeah. Aww. The good old George Washington, so you can stare at it and see the face of your enemy. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> worth, it's worth <laughs> one third of a credit down at the arcade these days. Revolutionary War humor for you. I, I really enjoyed that joke, Gob. Thank you. Well, that's what you get when you try to taxate us without any representing. No tax eight without representate. No tax eight. Ah, oh, boy. Well, fair we should fair. Uh, probably not read any more reads for Hembridges because they're really. I'm so um, bummed out that I guess he's mean and mad <laughs> at our listeners. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, oh, um, pay. If they're paying, we've really got not got a leg to stand on. We have to do it. Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a letter in the mail. Is oh, that true? I got I got a letter in the mail from uh, Jordan Hembridge again. It's another read. And it ha- in- oh, okay. <laughs> inside the envelope is another two quarters. I don't know, guys. Should I read it? <laughs> yeah, read it. Read it. Hi. It's me, Jordan Hembridge. Look, I was going through some shit at the time of the previous read. I really need your your listeners to buy my paper. I chopped down so many fucking trees, you have no idea. They were in my backyard. I didn't get a permit. I'm going to get in so much trouble if they find that out. Don't read this part. Whoops. Uh, look. Uh-oh. If you can convince your listeners to come by, I'll knock a couple pennies off of their stacks of paper. Um, I was on drugs and am on drugs. When you come here, (laughs) 
<laughs> you might I might either be really mellow or just really pissed off. That's going to be, you're going to have to tell your listeners that that's going to have to be something that they'll have to expect. Either just pure blind fury or, uh, you know, being pet like they're puppies. Well, okay. I guess Hembridges is back as our make believe sponsor. Looks like papers is back on the menu. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, fellas, any any parting thoughts for our, our lovely Dill Bitants? Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I hope that this podcast never ends. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Uh, you got any more ads? Like- it doesn't have to end. Oh, uh, sure. No, it does have to end because <laughs> I'm starting. No, no, it has really to end because I'm hungry. There's no more ads. It's the end of the podcast. Shut I just up. got Everyone another letter up. in the mail, though. <laughs> I don't care. Tear it up. The podcast's over. Goodbye, everyone. But it's from Doug. <laughs> even more oh, well, no, reason to tear it up. I don't okay. even want to hear it. I don't care what he has to say. All right. Unless it's, ah, help, I'm in hell. <laughs> it looks Heck. like it's it's very, I don't know. Looks like this paper has been cried on a lot, and I honestly Good. I can barely read the writing because like whatever moisture made the pen ink run all over the place. You sure it was pen ink? Um, no. Okay. I mean, I can't prove that in my my science laboratory. It got burned down the other week. All right. By a furious paper merchant. Yeah. Paper exactly. Magnate. <laughs> I got a, I got, I got a few violent chokings from old Jordan Hembridge. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, okay, my yeah. lovely people. Well, thank you for listening. We, as we say here on the Dillcast, same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! <laughs>